What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new video, and welcome back to the Game 5 Round 11 podcast. I am your host, Trep. This is my boy, Big Will. If you guys watched the podcast 10 years ago when we did it, um, it was us two most of the time. I know, like, the last three we did, we had a few guests, but uh, obviously we, for some reason, just stopped doing it. I think it was because we lost interest in the competitive COD scene. And also, Warzone dropped, which was a perfect opportunity to keep doing it, but it took up so much of my time, and then, you know, Will was playing Warzone for the first half of it, and I was playing Warzone for 12 hours a day, and we just didn't make the time to do it. But now, we can do it, because we have time, and we have topics, and we have so much to discuss. Because we have been gone for so long, and so much has happened. We went through a whole new Call of Duty without doing a single episode of the podcast. Because I don't think we did one during Cold War. Did we? No, no we never did an episode during Cold War. So it's We been... didn't even make it to Modern Warfare Champs, bro. Yeah. We, I don't even think we made it halfway through the year for competitive no. COD that year. So we haven't done an episode in a very, very long time. And that's technically my fault, because Will's always told me, hey, just let me know. And I'm always, you know, if you were in my stream yesterday, I was talking about how fucking lazy I am. And so, but we're back and we're going to be doing this and I'm going to hold it to myself, even if Will can't do it, to try and get a podcast episode done once a week because we have a lot of updates for COD coming up, whether it be Vanguard, whether it be Warzone. Uh, and we've made some changes to the podcast. When we first started it, it was strictly talking about competitive COD. And because we still followed that heavily. Now, I don't think me and Will follow it as heavily as we used to. And so we're kind of switching it up to where we're, our main topics are still going to be about Call of Duty. But we're, we might, you know, throw in some different stuff if people ask for it. Uh, or if people want us to, to discuss a certain thing. Uh, I'm not against it. I don't think Will's against it either. So, but we have a lot to catch up on. Will, I don't know if you just want to do like a quick recap of Cold War. Or if we just want to completely ignore it. And talk about everything that's going on right now, because there's a lot, and in the next week we got even more happening. So I don't really think there's too much to talk about with Cold War. I think it was pretty universally agreed upon that that game was not it. Um, it felt rushed in every aspect. I didn't have fun with it. I barely watched the competitive side. I didn't watch YouTube videos on it. Same. Um, I mean, Warzone pretty much ran COD. Yeah, and it's year. it's still running COD. I mean, yeah. and and like I said, like the next week, the new update comes out, and it, it's going to be just like Warzone released all over again with the new map and the anti-cheat and all that. But yeah, Cold War was kind of a blur. I competed in like the first month, and then I after that, you. Will did coach me and my <laughs> team. That was... Uh, I'm kind of glad we didn't do the podcast because there was probably a lot of interesting things we could have said about that on the podcast oh, yeah. you know imagine imagine me you and then everybody else on that team just in a podcast episode back then it would be less of a podcast and more of a we need to fix this shit it, it, it'd be a team meeting is what it would be but yeah that go ahead yeah. I, don't I mean know. it was interesting that was an interesting time yeah it, it I, very um, interesting it was funny kind of watching it because it was very clear that some people on the team really wanted it not One me. person on the team was just kind of happy to have been invited. And then there was you. 
who was just like, bro, <laughs> bro, screw this. Is it is it seven on Monday, Wednesday, or Saturday yet? Like I'm right, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to get out of here. I'm trying. Yeah, is it seven o'clock yet, man? <laughs> but yeah, so. Cold War was it was interesting. But I, I think after a month, month and a half, I kind of just stopped playing the game altogether uh, and focused on Warzone. Um, you know, every now and then, me and Will would play league play on Cold War if I wasn't streaming and we were just vibing. That's what we would do, but. Uh, most of the time it was Warzone, and then that was what all time was taken up on. But now we are here. It is November 29th, almost December of 2021. This year's almost over, which is yeah. mind blowing. Fucking wild. And uh, the first thing we're going to discuss is uh, Vanguard, released on November 5th. Um, anybody who follows Call of Duty, I guarantee you've all been playing it. Uh, and in the beginning, I think the first week is always the honeymoon period for a new Call of Duty. That's when everybody's figuring out the good guns, figuring out the maps. And this is different because this year, the game released with 20 multiplayer maps, uh, 16 6v6 maps, four for Champions Hill, which I still haven't played since the alpha. And that alpha was fucking fun, though. It, it was. It definitely was. But playing it on PS4... <laughs> yeah, you were going no, through it. Yeah, no thank you. But the best release we've had on terms of maps... And then, obviously, I think everybody was having an issue with it going back to World War II. Um, I know Jace from FSG didn't want it. Uh, I didn't really care. I don't really care the you know time set on where these things are located. Uh, I prefer the jetpack CODs myself. I think they're more fun to watch, more fun to play, better skill gap. But Vanguard released... You know, everybody was learning, and uh, as time went on, people, you know, w when when you introduce an attachment setup like Sledgehammer did in the Vanguard, where every gun can have 10 attachments on it, you're bound to run into some issues. And a lot of people were not happy with damage rounds on ARs. Uh, people are still not happy with damage rounds on SMGs. Uh, and... After about a week, because that's how I grinded it to get diamond. It took me like a, a week and a half to get diamond on my SMG. Ever, ever since then, I haven't played a single pub. But damage rounds were ruining the S&D scene for all the kickoff tournaments. Um, the maps don't play that well. Some of them do. Some of them not so much. And... Which is funny because in the beginning, obviously, you know, I gave this game like a seven and a half out of ten, and I stick to it. But I think when you look at the community, everybody's complaining about these maps don't do well, uh, these attachments are stupid. You're not nerfing the SDG and the MP40, which are the two best guns in the game. They've been that way since the game released, and I don't think I don't think it's changing at all. I think it's going to stay that way. But the the community's not happy. And I understand it because I personally think Activision, Sledgehammer, Raven, whoever, I think their sole focus is uh, Warzone. You know, I don't know. Because I kind of feel like I don't like the game whatsoever. I haven't played it. I've played it one night. Right? It was the night I played with you, Jason and Pete. Mm -hmm. um, something about it just feels off. It feels um, unnecessarily fast. And uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what they were going for. I think they were trying to get back to the idea of COD just being run and gun because Cold War was very slow. I mean, 150 health. Uh, Modern Warfare was very fast, but they really pushed like that safe spot, me- you know, mentality of like where people could camp. They really wanted people to camp. In this game, it's not like that. I mean, fuck, they even put destructible walls in the game that explode mm-hmm. when you run through them. Like, they really want people to run in this game and move. And I don't know, it just kind of... When you have a game that's designed specifically to just be fast, you know, it's only fast, it kind of fucks it up on the other like on the other ends of it. Yeah. Is, I mean, watching you and FSG play GBs, sometimes when you guys play a fast team that is made up, you know, it's got three really good players on it. You guys just get put into the dirt because you can't play fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and... there's just an unbalance. Yeah. The game is really unbalanced. Nothing like the mechanics are unbalanced. The gunplay is unbalanced. The maps don't flow at all. I mean, fuck, dude, we're, how many weeks into the game? It came out like two, th- two and a half, three weeks into the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching professional scrim, and they still consistently rotate to the wrong hill. Yeah. Because the maps just don't flow. So it, there's just something off with this game. Yeah, and the destructible stuff, and the mm-hmm. doors, and the windows, uh, ruins the flow even more. Yep. Because, you know... To get to a spot, you got to go through three doors and two walls, and then once you get to the spot, you got to break out a wall or a window just to be able to see something, you know. So that ruins it too. And I think they're trying a little too hard to make it quote unquote realistic. Yeah. Um, but there's always going to be COD aspects to where you know there's it's it's a video game after all. Uh, I think the whole realistic mindset needs to stop and just make a game that's fun. That's what Black Ops Four was. You know, that game, that's never going to be close to realistic. And probably one of the most fun CODs I've ever played. Black Ops 3. Never. But probably one of the best CODs ever. So it's like, and it's all the, it's all the futuristic games too. I mean, even Black Ops 2 for back in the day was 2025. Yeah. And that was probably, you know, it, definitely in an argument for the best Call of Duty ever made. I, I mean, outside of Modern Warfare 2. I've come to the opinion now that we took jetpacks heavily for granted. Yeah, uh, people love to complain about something that's brand new. Right. You know, they... Yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I, don't, I don't think I necessarily think jetpacks were the right move for Call of Duty. But the way they played, and, like, it just made them special. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Call of Duty is not special. It's the same copy-paste every year now. Um, there's no innovation. And the innovation that they try to come out with... It's not really innovation. It's just stupid gimmicky stuff. You know, yeah. saying like ten attachments on every gun yeah. and stuff like that. Like I don't want that. I would, I would much rather only be able to put one attachment on my gun and be able to like grapple across the map and snipe somebody out of the sky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, I don't know. COD just needs something. It's and it's definitely not ten attachments on every gun and destructible buildings. Which is why I say go back to jetpacks. I mean. Yeah. Now, now I don't think it's possible because of Warzone, but and especially if they're going to keep integrating. But I think Call of Duty, you know, outside of the casual player base, 
Call of Duty was at its peak when jetpacks was a thing. You know, obviously the casuals didn't like it because it created too big of a skill gap and, you know, this, that, and the other. No one liked shooting at somebody flying around, but that, in my personal opinion, was was the most fun time for COD. And Vanguard's in a rough spot, but, I mean, we're not even a month into the game yet, so they have a lot of time. Uh, but they're also running out of time, in my opinion, because once this, this Warzone update drops, it's... It's going to be difficult to keep a, an actual player base on Vanguard for, I think, an extended amount of time. But speaking of the Warzone update, Season 1 of Vanguard and Warzone uh, was originally to release this Wednesday, the 2nd. No. No. Yes? No. The 1st. Yes. yes? It was the 1st of the month. Well, yeah. Night of the 2nd. Yeah. yeah. So it was originally supposed to release the 2nd of December. Gets delayed a week. Uh, no idea why. I think they just delayed it because maybe it's not ready or maybe they need to fine-tune it and make sure everything's okay because obviously this update brings the anti-cheat, the PC anti-cheat into Warzone, which is what people have been praying for uh, when it, in terms of Warzone. Uh, so, on the topic of Warzone Season 1, um, what what do we expect? I mean, you don't follow Warzone as big as I do. I mean, I've I've played in the big boy tournaments, and yeah. I've you know for the last year and a half, that's what my life has been has been grinding Warzone. Uh, but but I'm kind of gonna I'm gonna skip some topics that we have on the list here. I'm just we're just gonna talk about them, but I'm gonna kind of line them up with what we're already talking about. And so like what to expect with season one. You know, the the clear question is, will the anti-cheat be enough? You know, because obviously cheaters have ruined you know, multiplayer and Warzone for the last year. And when they announced the anti-cheat with Vanguard, we're a week away from it happening. Does it do enough to keep Warzone, to to refresh Warzone and get the people back on it? I mean, is it, is a true it's, question. It's still the biggest game in the world, right? So getting players to come back and play, that's not going to be hard for them. Yeah. They put out a new weapon skin and people will still come back and play, you know? Yep. Um, their biggest thing is getting, you know, the content creators back, which, to be honest with you, the content creators and their communities are really just like a grain of sand on a massive beach, you know? They're... It's big and it's very influential, but it's not the it's not even probably five percent of their player base. Yeah. And Warzone's that big. So I think the anti cheat is gonna do a lot if it works. You know, it'll get the it'll get the streamers back, right? But the thing is is like most people keep most of the casual players keep playing this game and you know, they don't know if they're getting cheated <laughs> cheated against yeah. or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I see PlayStation 4 players post clips on Twitter saying that someone's cheating. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. The dude shoots a stop sign around him before he finally hits the shots. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, good Lord. Yeah. So, like, for the people that know, the anti-cheat's going to be a big deal. For the people that don't know, it's not going to Yeah, it's not going to change anything. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the anti-cheat's just, I think, mostly for the tournaments. You yeah. know, the tournaments have had so many issues with cheaters. 
content creators not being able to get content because of, you know, the cheaters. And that ruins Activision's profits because the more people that watch Warzone, the more likely they are to play it. And I think if you release a free game, you gotta have, people are going to cheat in a free game. So, yeah. I mean, you got to be ready for that. I mean, people are cheating in Halo right now. You know, so it's like you got to be ready for it. And so, from my eyes, I want it to work. I want the new map to be good. And if those two things are good, then I don't see a way it's bad. Unless, you know, I mean, obviously we're going to have issues with the update where the Vanguard guns are getting put in. One of them, two of them, three of them are going to be OP. And that's something we're going to have to deal with until an update patches. Uh, that's another thing about Warzone is there's not enough frequent updates. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you get one big update every month and a half. You know, so like, if it, I think, you know, yeah, the anti-cheat's great and the new map is great and all that. But if you're not doing a Fortnite where you have a major update, like, almost every two weeks... I mean, it's just going to be the same thing. It's just people aren't going to be leaving for cheaters. They're going to be leaving because they've been playing the same game for months on end. You know, yeah, so the, that's, the that's a major really thing. Stale. Yeah. I think, honestly speaking, the, the, the new map is going to be more important than the anti-cheat, right? Yeah. The game retains players without an anti-cheat, but if yeah. the new map sucks, it's, you know, no one's going to, you know, because that's what people are excited about. We've been promised a new map. People have been asking for a new map since the game came out. And it's been the same one. Yep. Same one this entire time, dude. And that's two years now, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Verdansk has seen some small changes, but... Nothing to get anybody the, excited. The changes have made it worse. I mean, think about yeah. downtown, dude. Downtown's just as bad as it used to be. You know, the buildings that people used to camp on top of, now you can hide within, like, the fucking rubble of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's not like it's any better. Um... I don't know. I, this map's got to be something different. It's I need like a blackout style map. Yeah, and it's got there's got to be I mean, that, that's one thing. Blackout did great was the updates were actually meaningful, you yeah. know. And sometimes the map didn't change that much, you know. I remember what there was the they they did updates for the seasons, you know, where mm-hmm. spring they'd made it much brighter, much more vibrant. Yeah. You know, all it was orange when yeah, there was snow on the ground. Snow on the ground, yeah. And they they did uh, you know, they did an update where uh, some parts of the map were flooded, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the zombies update, which put zombies in a specific part, and there was mystery boxes, and you know, but nothing was OP in that game either. You know, yeah, guns were just sucked. everything was <laughs> yeah, everything sucked, but which except made everything except for the snipers. But snipers had no aim assist, which. Yeah. Made it even more enjoyable because you actually had to be good to hit sniper shots mm-hmm. in Blackout. Uh, and that's another thing for Warzone is I think aim assist needs to be taken off snipers uh, in general because it's sniper Warzone out there nonstop. But yeah, I mean, the map definitely has to be good. You know, I'm tired of playing Verdansk. I think it's going to be a lot different than Verdansk, which is going to be good, uh, but it needs to play well at the same time. Uh, apparently it's roughly the same size, maybe a little bit bigger than Verdansk is right now. So that part's a check, but you're gonna have to wait and see. I mean, I I don't even think we've seen a true like overview of the map. Like we've seen images, we've seen some kind of short little fly throughs. We've seen 
the map itself from an overhead yeah. view, but we actually haven't seen seen the map. So it'll definitely be interesting to see um, what happens with that. But moving on towards the uh, competitive side of Call of Duty Vanguard, uh, obviously pros are having a lot of issues with it. Um, obviously, you know, you talked about the map flow and the guns, and um, a lot of pros have retired. Uh, yeah. Formal retired. Uh, Aqua retired from COD. Um, I mean, who else? I mean, there's been a handful of people who have left. And, and Some people moved to Halo. Yeah, Formal moved to Halo. Aqua moved to Halo. Mox, Mox moved yeah. to Halo. Um, everybody, well, a decent amount of people who aren't, you know, aren't starting CDL rosters moved to Halo, and that begs the question, is Halo Infinite beating God Vanguard right now in terms of playtime, in terms of do you want to go back and play it? Let me ask you, because you've played both games. You're more likely to play Halo rather than yeah, Vanguard. Right now, I don't want to play Vanguard yeah. at all. That game's ass. So, that, I, my personal opinion, I think Halo is beating Vanguard mm -hmm. just on the fact that Halo listened and went back to what Halo was. You know, Halo 5, I watched gameplay on Halo 5. I never played Halo 5. I watched gameplay on it, and this was after I played Infinite, and I was like, those are two totally different games. You know, and then I go back and I watch gameplay on Halo 3, which is so much more similar to Infinite, and I'm like, okay, that's more like Halo. And so 343 listened and made a game the way people wanted it made. Now, I've seen some very small complaints from the, the Halo community, but nothing, like, there's no one shitting on that game in a severe way. But everybody, like the pros included for Call of Duty, are just shitting on Vanguard. And yeah, man, it's that. I mean, watch Optic streams, right? And they do their scrims for the day, which is just a, a ro like a rotation of the hard points because that's all they can play. Yeah. Uh, because there is not a third competitive game mode. Um, and then they all go play Halo, except yeah. for Illy, because Illy is built different. But yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I don't know. So, here's the thing. You know, Halo, what Halo does right, what 343 does right, is that they recognize that, you know, the competitive scene actually plays a massive, like a massive role in their game's health, you know? Yeah. And so they work. They fund the HCS. You know what I'm saying? They work with, um, I don't know what the company name is. It's Face Adam it. Apicella's. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Adam Apicella's new company. Yeah, the the engine thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Esports engine. Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Adam Apicella uh, was one of the guys that started MOG, mm -hmm. which you know, nothing. He, yeah, he was the one that ran all the, uh, all yeah, the events and, before uh, the CDL. Sent him and Sundance. Yeah. Started MOG before the and... CDL came in. It was all him and Sundance, and the best events by far. And, you know, and that's, they've already talked about their projections for their LAN events, dude, and they've got, like, four, like 4,000 fans in the arena with them, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Which might not sound like a lot, but for competitive, like, gaming, that's insane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, And Halo's with Face It now, mm -hmm. running tournaments through Face It, 
which, which comes with its own like you it, it doesn't have an anti cheat but it's got like you you can't like tourney shark and you, you know, yeah keeps people from doing stupid shit and yeah because that's the same stuff that's used in uh, CS:GO. Yeah, face it is. Um, so Halo's doing it all right. You know they're doing it the way I feel like HCS has always done it. Yeah, but they're it's, doing it's it crowd funded. It's everything. Yeah, they're, but I think it's bigger this year than it ever has been. So Halo's doing it right. And the HCS Open tournaments that have been happening have been insane. They've dude. been nuts. I mean, the winners' finals are pulling 50k viewers on Twitch. The, you know? the most recent Open this like this weekend, uh, had, it was the most registered Halo tournament of all time. Yeah, it had like 512 teams in it. I think like that, which which is insane. Yeah, that's it's a big. lot of teams. Yeah, especially for a semi two-day tournament yeah, an online four pro points only tournament there's yeah. no money yeah there's there's no money it's literally just for practically they're seating playing, yeah they're playing for seating at yeah. raleigh right now that's all yeah. they're playing for. that's all they're playing for and it's it's been nuts to watch and these tournaments have been 10 times more enjoyable to watch than yeah, any vanguard fun. tournament halo, I've watched. this halo is so competitive yeah and, and it's, it's so fun to watch yeah it's been it's been great to watch it and that's why, right now, the, the professional COD scene is, like, in shambles. Because you mentioned it, there's no third game mode ready. First time in history that there isn't a third game mode that is at least in the game. You know, so there's no third game mode ready. Uh, it might not even be ready for the first Challengers event. Um, the Pro Point ladders are up on GB, and there's no third game mode. You know, people are playing for Pro Points without a third game mode. And so the, now it's like all these teams, including challengers, are practicing, but everything's going to change when a third game mode gets added in. But we don't even know when that's going to happen. So COD is in absolute shambles right now uh, in terms of the competitive scene. That's the thing. Like, watching Optic, like, scrims and stuff like that, dude, like I said, they literally just play hardpoint. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll find a team to scrim, they'll run through hardpoints maybe, like, twice, maybe. But... After that, it's like, all right, do we want to get an S and D challenge? And they're all like, no, let's just go play Halo. Yeah, it, it it's not worth it. It's boring. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to play this yeah. right now. I mean, it's broken. It's cheesy. Yeah. Like, you throw a gammon bomb from your spawn and a stun, and you get a guaranteed kill because stuns do twenty damage. Yeah, gammon bombs have the blast radius that go through like buildings i mean have you seen the clips of people dying through walls oh yeah to gaming I, I mean yeah, people like i mean people are names showing up through three different walls yeah killing like, people through brick walls on bocage like just insane game-breaking stuff that game, shouldn't be a thing game's not it wasn't finished like, no. there's no way that this game was finished it, it, it wasn't finished and that's a perfect segue into the next topic because there was a rumor going around that has since been shut down, but there was a rumor of Call of Duty switching to, instead of a release every single year, a release every two years. And well, it'll never do it, because Activision loves the money. Mm-hmm. But from your perspective, should COD, should Activision, these development teams switch to releasing a game every two years because we've had no. unfinished game the past two years 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I don't care about the games. Yeah. Right? From the pub standpoint, I don't care. Right. What they need to do is they need to make a standalone competitive title. Yeah. That's what. That's what should have been done a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. If they don't want to make it its own separate title, they need to just make a competitive mode. Right. That carries along with each of the games, but is still just the competitive mode. Yeah. They need to do something that keeps competitive COD the same, so that because you know you hear pros talk about it all the time, and you know a lot of them say that it's you know that constantly having to change how you play every year is just stupid. Yeah. And don't be wrong too. To an extent, I think that you should definitely have to like adapt, right? But look at stuff like CS:GO. CS:GO has never changed. Yeah. The never. Maps have changed a little bit here I, and there. I think the only thing that should cause players to have to change the way they play. Is more players coming in? Yeah, better more, talent. Yeah, better talent. Yeah, that's that's what should cause players to have to change the way they play. It, it, like, just people that are better than them, or, or it, upcoming stars. I don't know. Like it's, it's what you should do is like you you make the competitive game. You make a handful of maps that are brand new specifically for that competitive game, and then you just bring in past maps. So you yeah. bring in a handful from Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare Two, blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah. You, you should you should have. 30 plus options of maps yeah, and to And the map pool should be massive. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's it's going to force people yeah, to actually dude, practice. And no try. one's going to want to watch Bocage Hardpoint 50 times this year. Yeah, do you remember dude, I know I, mean, I know you remember but like World War 2, Arden's Forest, Arden's Forest it, CTF. It was fucking in a best of 5, probably four London Docks. Yeah. <laughs> like, London Docks, Arden's Forest, and then maybe St. Marie Dumont. You'd rarely yeah. see Flat Tower. Yep. It, it the would, only team I would see play Flat Tower is Optic. Yeah, Optic and FaZe. Probably the yeah. only ones that would actually like would be willing to play it. But it's like, there's no change. And, and awesome that Vanguard launched with 16 maps, but what, six of them are being used? Five of them? If I that? Know, it, then probably... Less because yeah, because yeah, because yeah, some teams like, are no gonna want to play a certain map. Yeah, no one wants no to play one, Desert Siege. No one wants to play Bokaga. Yeah, yeah, no one wants, wants to play, play any of those. No one wants uh, to play Demiant Search and Destroy. Yeah, like I don't really hear people complain about Gavu too much. Uh, people like Gavu Yeah, so I mean, Gavu will be played. That one's not a bad. That one's a three lane map, so but you can't really complain too much about that one. Yeah. Um. Castle. People don't like Castle. Castle's all. not even in the rotation. Yeah, it was like, at first, but it's not anymore. Yeah, they took that shit out, which yeah. is crazy because Castle's one of the most iconic Call of Duty maps. Right? Yeah. It was, it's the most popular but map. But you World add II. doors and breakable barriers or World of War. Ruins that map. Yeah. The map that doesn't Castle play right. Stupid, bro. I mean, I watch clips of people, they shoot like an inch out of a cardboard wall and snipe through it. Yeah, I mean, know? it... it <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's I'm ridiculous. not playing Rainbow Six Siege, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing Call of Duty. You know, like, yeah, they've, they've made some very questionable decisions with this title, but, um, we talked about very briefly uh, some of the COD pros switching to Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, formal retired from COD. Uh, not because he wanted to play Halo, because he was tired of playing COD. And then he announced he was going to play Halo. Uh, Mox switched to Halo. Aqua switched to Halo. 
Um, is is the switching to Halo and a whole bunch of amateur COD players have switched to Halo? You know the uh, the Optic Gears Dynasty team? No. To you, did you never watch like the? Optic well, Gears that was like team? what explosive and yeah, all explosive of them and mental yeah. and all those guys. Yeah. They announced today they're all switching to Halo, all four of them. Well, Gears has like no support. Yeah, well, no, no. Gears has support from the developers. They just don't have. No one watches. Yeah. So, uh, and do you blame them? I mean, yeah. Halo's about to be the most popular esport this year. You know, out outside yeah. of outside of the League of Legends and you know CS:GO, the ones that have been staples for years on end. Well, yeah, but they have their own competitive like. Yeah, I mean, you. That, like, yeah, you. You can't be runs the competitive scene. Yeah, you. You can't. But you also you can't be a competitive COD player and switch to League of Legends. You know, no. like you can't do. Maybe that. CS:GO. Maybe, Maybe CS:GO, but even no. then, that's a, that's somewhat of a stretch. But uh, the the pros and all these amateur players from different games, all these guys switching to Halo. Um. Do you think it's a factor of Vanguard not being developed correctly? Or do you think it's a factor of Activision not caring like HCS does? Both. I mean, the thing is, you're not, Scump's not going to go play Halo. Yeah. No, no one on a starting roster is going to quit right now and go play Halo. Yeah. Um... That's another thing. We only got 11 teams. Like, yeah. We're not going to get a 12th team because Envy can't find a buyer. Because no um, one wants in. It's in shambles. Yeah, no one wants to pay $25 million for this shit. They're going to go make a Halo team for free. Yeah, and probably <laughs> win, it's open bracket. win plenty of money doing it, too. Yeah. I think for people that have competed, it's probably it's the Activision issue. One, I mean, also, but Vanguard, it's a factor of both, right? Like, Vanguard's bad. Nobody wants to play. I mean, it's evident because, like, the, the actual pro players that are start on starting rosters getting paid mega bags to play Call of Duty don't want to play it. Yeah. Um, but I think it just comes, like, a lot of people are looking, and it's like, Halo is off the map for years, right? I mean, Halo 5 exists, Halo 4, Master Chief Collection, like, all that exists, and it was still, you know, they were still doing stuff for Halo. But Halo didn't have a mainstream spotlight on it for a long time and it finally gets it back and guess what they're doing everything right yeah they've got open bracket tournaments immediately they've got a ranked play that's like got a full-on elo system it's kind of messed up it's not a perfect elo system but the game's in beta right you can't be too mad but all of that exists there is 100 percent full competitive backing from the start and not only do they have full competitive backing from the start, the people that are backing competitive are the people that made esports into what it is. We don't yeah. have esports without MLG. Yeah. And they have Adam Apicella, the you know, the genius behind MLG running this thing. Yeah. And it, I'm pretty I, sure the CDL before like before the CDL started, the people they've got running their scene had never worked in esports. Oh, I guarantee it. And what makes it even worse and what makes it show that Activision's not truly backing the competitive COD scene is the fact that Skump made more... And this is a factor of, you know, them not winning a tournament. But this is but Skump made more money in 28 minutes in a Warzone tournament than he did the whole year of Cold War. 
You know, like there's a factor of them not winning a tournament in Cold War. But there's also a factor of Activision just putting more money into Warzone. Warzone is the money spot of Call of Duty. Like, it, it is the face of Call of Duty now. And that'll n- not change for the foreseeable future. Probably will not change until me and you are done playing Call of Duty. You know? So it's like, you know, now I'm kind of to the point where it's like, I, I like Warzone. I'm glad it's successful. I'm glad they're you know, trying to make it a thing. And that's another thing we're going to talk about. But if you're going to do this to the professional COD scene and you're not going to back it like you said you would, especially if people are paying $25 million for a spot, get rid of the CDL. Stop franchising. Because you're making no money from this. You know, the only money they are making is from the teams that buy in. And there hasn't been one new team that bought in since Thieves. You know? And no, like you said, no one's buying the Envy spot. So there's not even going to be 12 teams. And if they wanted to expand next year, they couldn't because no one's going to buy a spot. So now, my point is, is like, get rid of the, the franchising. You know, stop the franchising. You focus on creating a good game. Let Adam Apicella and everybody over at his you know, business, run it like they used to. And let it be run the way Call of Duty's always been run. You know? Because, you know, what other esport is franchised? Overwatch? You're muted. Uh, uh, Overwatch, League of Legends. Um, League of Legends is franchised? Yeah. When do they franchise? They've always been franchised. I thought it was just a hundred thieves. Well, they don't. Cloud, do they like, don't. They don't do like the the state yeah, names. Still be there, but there, you still have to. It's a private league. You can't just join League of Legends. You got to buy into it. Okay. But even then, but League of Legends has always been franchised. Okay, Overwatch, always franchised, franchised from the start. But Overwatch was all, was also ten times more successful than the franchising of COD. My point is, COD should not be franchised. I think Cobb was big, and it was huge, and it was getting lots of viewers and lots of money. And I think the reason Activision thought they could franchise because how successful Cobb was doing without being franchised. But now that they franchised, I think they've ruined the—you've ruined what Cobb used to be about, especially for the amateur players. Because now, back in the day, it was— you fight the open bracket. If, you, if you're good enough, you get into pool play, you play the pro teams, and you make a name. That's not an option anymore. Now it's just, you know, a lot. Now that they've, they've franchised and they reduced it from 55 to 44, a lot of pro players got cut from starting rosters. And now challenger scenes being run by top am and former pro players who have already been known in the scene. And then on top of that, the only way you get to play a pro team is if you get picked up by one. You know, so now that, that ruins possibilities for amateur players you know because I think fighting through an open bracket to make it into pool play against pro players is so much more rewarding than just playing a challengers tournament you know yeah because I mean I don't know the thing is is like with challengers you know the top teams are professional players yeah 
it, it's professional players and some AMs that they've discovered that are just different. You know what I'm saying? Um, but there's no there's no like reward for doing well in challenges. You no. might make a little bit of money, but you're not making it onto a a pro team. A pro team. Like, yeah. The only people that are making it onto pro teams are the up and coming stars that do good in challengers. Former professional players are never going to make it back into the league. Yeah. Like look at someone like Saints. Right, Saints has been a competitive Call of Duty player for a long ass time. He kills it in challengers, won just about everything last year. But he's not going to make it onto a starting roster, right? Franchises are going to look for the new up and comers, yeah. right? That they're going to be able to make their next scumpy for the next ten years, yeah. Right? And so it just shafts the people that don't, you know, that are deserving of, you know, the spotlight. Yeah, you know it. Think about someone like Parasite. Parasite is a good enough Call of Duty player to be in the Pro League. He's always been a good enough player to be in the Pro League. But he's never going to make it back into the Pro League because there's only 60 slots available. Now there's only whatever the fuck 4 times 11 is. 44. Right? Yeah. 44 spots open. <laughs> like, Hold on, pause for one second. We're back. Sorry yeah, about that. Don't don't mind that. Look, it's yeah. gonna be like a second long blink. Yeah, you're gonna blink. Yeah, it's already been edited, so it's just uh, put out of the back yeah. of your mind. Continue. Probably shouldn't even be talking about. It. But yeah, yeah, but yeah so probably anyways, shouldn't be. Challengers, challengers sucks, right? Mm -hmm. And Activision, I don't know. I I do agree. I think Activision just needs to be out of it. Yeah. I think they need to just let the people that used to do it do it, right? It doesn't need some type of big, you know all-seeing guy, big brother type per like entity watching over it to make sure everything's done right. If you want your cut, just tell them you want a cut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all you got to do. Let them yeah. run it. And I'm just, that's probably what 343 is doing. And, They're probably just like, hey, Adam Apicelli, you got this. And, and who knows right. what could change with everything that's going on with Activision right now. You know, yeah, everybody but, wanting the CEO out and a lot's going down there. People leaving and a whole bunch of stuff with Activision. So who knows... You know what could change in the coming years with with stuff happening at Activision, but um, yeah, the the COD competitive scene is in a is in a tough spot. But off of the COD competitive scene, I I reminded myself of a topic that I didn't write down, but I think it would be a good one to talk about because, like we said, Warzone's the face of Call of Duty right now, the biggest game in the world. Um, competitive Warzone. There's a, it's always been a thing with tournaments being hosted and content creators hosting their own tournaments and, and Boom TV hosting them and Twitch Rivals hosting them. Um, does, let's just say for Warzone to take the next step, uh, like, a, like a Fortnite competitive scene step. You know, Fortnite had the World mm -hmm. Cup and, you know, there was lots of money on the line in Fortnite. Uh, they had, what, the, the arenas that you competed in for points to make these big tournaments for Warzone to take the big next step and introduce a true competitive aspect into Warzone does Activision do that do you think they have plans to do that with Warzone because i think cuz what Fortnite has the the arena is their arena place playlist is practically the ranked playlist of Fortnite uh does Warzone add a ranked playlist? Do they need to add a ranked playlist? Do for these top players in the world 
for Warzone for them to be recognized and for the up and comers does Activision and Raven Software need to take the leap add a rank playlist add a format similar to the Fortnite World Cup and expand the competitive side of Warzone away from the casual because there's always been a split with these types of games casual Fortnite competitive Fortnite casual COD competitive COD there's always been a split right now I don't feel like there's much of a split in in terms of Warzone I feel like a lot of the casual players know about the tournaments um but I think if you're gonna keep hosting these massive tournaments for Warzone uh, I like the whole invite only process but it eliminates a lot of people getting opportunities mm-hmm. you know so it's like I think for Warzone there needs to be something put in place where you go through a, a ranked type style you know, side of it where you earn points and you earn your way into these big tournaments. You know, which World Series of Warzone, you know, you play in tournaments on game battles and then top two teams qualify, you know? Right. But, but are there big tournaments hosted where amateur players have an opportunity? Not really. Outside of World yeah. Series of Warzone, there's nothing really there. You know, you're, most people are playing wagers and playing small CMG tournaments or small GB tournaments. I think there needs to be something added into Warzone to make the competitive side more, stand out more away from the casual side and give players that aren't already on top a better opportunity to compete at a high level. I'd, I'd be shocked if they do, to be honest with you, man. I, I, I don't know. I just don't foresee it happening. They've They've had plenty of opportunities to do it already. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. I just... I mean, yeah, I think but... they might make a, like an arena playlist, maybe, but I don't see them putting a ton of resources into it. I think they're mainly going to stick with the current format they have now. Yeah, I mean... Which is just like World Series or Warzone. Yeah, and, and it's not a horrible format. But like I said, it you know, for anybody to make a move... You know, it's got to be your twelve-hour-a-day job. You know, like mm-hmm. you got to play it nonstop. And I can see why they don't do it because they're competent with what they have. But I can also see a reason why they would do it is because, as long as Warzone has been out, there's been a lot of hate towards it because of the cheaters, because of the problems, because of the non-constant updates going forever with a really strong meta that no one agrees with stuff like that I, I i from someone who has played it so much and has almost or probably more than 50 days played on it by now uh which is a lot less than a lot of other people but even then you know that's a lot of time played you know for anybody like me to have an opportunity to play on a big stage i have to get real lucky you know i got like i got lucky enough to get invited to one of them uh not because you know, I'm stupid talented, but because people vouched for me and were like, hey, this guy plays a lot, you know, I feel like that's the only way people get the opportunity is like, these guys play a lot, you know, they're not bad, you know, and, but then you look at it, it's like people get picked up, random people, they play in it, might not do so well, then they'll never get picked up again. Yeah. You know, and it's like, how is that fair? You know, and, and 
what I'm about to say is no shot to, I'm, I'm not shooting down anybody for the work they've done, but Modern Warzone, Doug, Doug Dagnabbit. Uh, great guy, funny guy, does his job well in terms of the Modern Warzone Twitter page. You know, keeps people updated, yada, yada, yada. Not the best Warzone player, but constantly invited to these tournaments because he's a well-known person in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, it's cool that people like him and uh, uh, the Dan Dangler, you know, got popular because she played a random duos game with Nick Merckx, and Nick Merckx called her a boy, and yada yada yada, and then she right. just exploded and gets invited now because of the check mark, because of the the following that comes with it. And my point is, is that. You know, Modern Warzone's a great guy, and he does his job well, but he's not a competitive Warzone guy. You know, that's, that's like, you're inviting content creators into your tournaments, and they're having to play against Swag, and Aiden, and Raiden, and Tommy, and Noobs, and Almond, all these guys who are legit competitive Warzone players. You know, I think they're content creators on the side, outside of competitive Warzone players. And... I think there, there needs to be a difference, you know? It's cool that you're hosting these tournaments and you're inviting Modern Warzone and the Dang Dangler and, um, you know, uh, a lot of content creators, but where are the tournaments that are strictly competitive Warzone players? And then, because I think some of these tournaments, you know, it's cool, but, you know, and this isn't even coming from me, like, I know I couldn't compete in a lot of these big tournaments, but, you're, you're inviting people that you know won't be able to compete. Like Tim the Tapman, Dr. Disrespect. You're inviting them because they're well-known, not yeah. because they're really good players. And I, I just I think there needs to be a line drawn somewhere where y- you can have the opportunity as a competitive Warzone player to play in competitive Warzone tournaments that don't involve clout or check marks mm-hmm. or content creators. You know, those tournaments are fun and all, and you can host them, but give us something. I mean, World Series of Warzone, you know, you had Scumpy as a captain. Disgusting player, but he's not a competitive Warzone player. He's a competitive Kai right. player, you know? There, there needs to be something that gives competitive Warzone players a better chance to give them something to work for, you know? I understand, that, but there are so many good players I've seen that are amateur players that work their asses off, but never get picked up, never get picked to play in these tournaments. And it's unfair because they would do well in these tournaments. And then that's how you make a name for yourself. And people grind so much and it goes unnoticed. You know, there, there needs to be a better format and a better way for amateur players who play a lot and are really good at the game to get to the point where they don't have to be invited, where they can just be picked, you know? So that's my take on it. That's my take on a whole competitive war zone thing. Is like there there needs to be a competitive war zone, and then a competitive war zone that involves content creators. You know, because the Fortnite World Cup, there was no the finals for that. There's no content creators in that. You know, those are the best players in the world. The World Series of Warzone, you're putting the best players in the world in front of content creators, and you're guaranteeing the outcome. You know Huskers and Noobs is going to win that tournament. Tommy, Aiden, Raided, Swag, 
those are your, you know your top five teams, you know? And so, and you know who's not going to do well. Yeah, I see people get picked, and I'm like, why? There's, there's $200,000 on the line. You know, you're picking people that don't even have an opportunity because they're playing swag. Pick people who have made a name for themselves, who don't get the opportunity, and let it see how it goes down. That's what was so great about the competitive scene back in the CWL. Amateurs players were bursting on the scene left and right and beating pro teams. I mean, think about when uh, Kleenex and Cami and um, all of them came on the scene in, in champs of BO4. Got into pool play and just shit on everybody. You know, just beating pro teams left and right. That's what makes a name for yourself. Not sitting there grinding and hope you get the opportunity. You know? That's, that's what I think Warzone's missing is the opportunity for these amateur players to show why they play so much. And then they don't get the opportunity. And I guarantee you there's, there's hundreds of players that grinded the last year and a half on Warzone and never got the chance to play in a big tournament. And I got the chance because I'm lucky enough to have a community that vouches for me and says, hey, play with this guy. But you got people who stream to one viewer, try to make YouTube content with no following, that are absolutely filthy, that deserve to have the opportunity, but they don't get the chance because no one knows who they are. So there, there needs to be more discoverability, more chances for these, these amateur players in competitive Warzone. You know, and I see Tim the Tapman and Courage like, oh, put rank play in Warzone. You know, give us a rank system. That's one way that helps a rank system, because then you know, top 100 in the world get champion or master or whatever, and that gives people a chance to see who the best players in the world are. And then rank lobbies will be best player versus best player. And that's entertaining because then when the tournaments get hosted, you can reference back to those type of ladders, you know, swag versus Aiden in almost every single rank lobby, you know, that's a guarantee because they're both filthy, but then you, you mix in amateurs, all that stuff. So I think that needs to happen. I think, I think it needs to be a thing, you know, and not just for the fact that I want it to happen because I think I can do it. There ain't no damn way I can do it. All right. I'm, I'm not going pro in Warzone, you know. I'm a good player, but I'm not sitting here and playing for eight to 10 hours a day to try and go pro in Warzone, you know? I'll play yeah. in the free Z-League tourneys with FSG and win five bucks all the live long day, dude. Please, I'll take it. But there, there needs to be more opportunity for these, these Warzone players, you know? Because you, you already know there's Warzone players that haven't played a lick of Cold War or a lick of Vanguard. Oh, yeah. And Warzone for 10 hours a day and nothing to show for it. You know, so there needs to there, there needs to be a better system put in place for for these these amateur players, and I hope they do it. I think they need to do it, and everybody enjoys the format they have right now, uh, but they only enjoy it because you know a lot of them are casual players, and no one cares about trying to make it pro. They love watching all the other pros, but there there needs to be an opportunity for these young players to make a name. Because I don't know, man. It's just it's so money guarded. It, yeah. Exactly, Activision it is. wants it to be their way because they know that it's going to make them money. Yeah, they, yeah, they, know, they know people are going to watch it. You know, they know people are going to enjoy it. You know? But they know if Tim the Tack Man and Dr. Disrespect team together, they're going to get a ton of viewers. Oh, yeah. But another argument is, like, you can only do that for so long. Yeah. You know? 
Like, in my personal opinion, you can only host so many Twitch Rivals tournaments before I'm like, dude, I don't want to watch Swag play Aiden again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to watch Tim and Doc get last place again. You know, it's like they've done it so many times already. And it's like, and, and it's getting so boring because, like I said, you know the outcome. They announce these teams, and you're like, oh, that team's going to win. And, and need a... a day later, the tournament happens, and they win. And you're like, oh, wow, what a surprise. Huskers and noobs dropped 300 kills combined in two games. They need the man Hitch a ride in their running ship, bro. Yeah, they do. Get Hitch, it... George, and Blake in there. Hitch runs some of the most entertaining tournaments. They like, know what they're doing. He he forces shit to be different. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he rigged that last tournament he held because he's got a really big one tomorrow. His biggest one ever is like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar prize pool. Uh, and it's another pro sim tournament. Um, but the one he held last time, he rigged that shit to force Scump and Car- uh, Crim6 to play together. Yeah, because he said, he said the one that it doesn't land on is their teammate. Yeah. You know, and it was a, it was a big it. 50-50 chance. Yeah, right. You know, so. <laughs> 50-50 Yeah, 50-50. Chance. No, he really, like, I don't know. They, they need people that understand esports. Yeah. Like, at, at the fan level to be yeah. in their running stuff. That's why... You know, go back going back to Adam Apicella and esports engine. That's why the shit he does is so good. Because Adam Apicella is a fan of esports. Yeah. He's a big he, ass esports yeah. nerd. He understands it. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what the people want to watch. Right. He surrounds himself by people like. You think he's got fifty year old, you know, John Smith in there working next to him? No, he's got like twenty year old Kyle who, you know, what I'm saying has who been grew up competing in Halo yeah. Two. You know, like yeah. Yeah, like he's got people in there that are passionate for the scene and are going to be around for that shit to grow and they're going to be willing to make sacrifices for it to grow that you know they're not working with the penny pinchers which is all activision is they're, yeah. they're after every single cent possible from yep. their stuff yeah why there's no real care in anything that's going on with call of duty yeah which sucks but hey like we said the, the whole activision thing is going down so who knows what happens in the future i don't think anything changes but I think they'll probably get a new CEO. Yeah, I don't think for sure because they're gonna uh, they're gonna force him to step down. I don't think too much is gonna change on the Call of Duty end. <laughs> yeah, I think Activision's bigger than Call of Duty, right? Activision's yeah. a publisher that owns multiple titles. Yeah, so Call of Duty is their biggest, so they'd be stupid to just let keep you know to keep letting Call of Duty fail. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we covered a lot, you know. Yeah, and we're gonna have a lot more. For sure. I mean, I've already got topics that we haven't talked about today that we're saving for the next one. Now, like I said, I want to try to do this one time a week. Um, after this one, today's the 29th. I'm going to put this up tomorrow, Will. Uh, and we're going to have that up tomorrow. I think after this one, we should wait for the Warzone update uh, and then probably get one out next Friday. Just so Warzone update happens Wednesday. We can see what happens with Warzone. We can see all the changes, and then we'll have even more to talk about in the next one. But also, you guys. I remember last time we did it, we had a lot of people give us recommendations on stuff they wanted us to talk about, and we never did because we stopped for some stupid-ass reason. So if you guys got something Call of Duty-related, even non-Call of Duty-related, that you would like to hear our opinions on, let us know in the comments. Join the Discord because we have a podcast suggestions channel in the Discord, 
that you can put your suggestions down if you want to talk about certain things. Join my live streams, twitch.tv forward slash VVTrep. Follow it. Watch me play video games. I'll talk podcast stuff on there too. Uh, follow me on Twitter at VVTrep. You can even follow my man Will here at Mr. Willis. I think so. I don't fucking know. At Mr. Willis. <laughs> you can find him in my Discord too. Will's all over the place. Anytime you're near me, Will's around the corner staring at you. All right. So he'll, he's <laughs> around. Okay. Uh, but either way, thank you guys for watching. Uh, I think we're glad to have this back. And we're going to take it a little bit more serious this time around. Um, and yeah, make sure you guys stay up to date. Appreciate you all for hanging out. Will, thanks for hanging out with me today. And we're going to do it again sometime soon. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.